Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast Where we focus on giving your brain a six pack By exercising your mind Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about And deal with all situations by first Seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed And or comfortable in doing Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better At thinking about things beforehand As opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort Well just like anything you want to get better at It does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 512 the space between let's go welcome welcome ladies and gentlemen to another week another episode of the medicine ball podcast this week's episode episode 512 the space between real quick real quick uh last week's episode i featured my frat brother jason johnson shout out to him i'm making some of my episode if you weren't able to hear it subscription only uh my subscription i believe is like 199 a month uh that's the way you guys can support me but since it is a little bit more explicit that's where that episode is available there Still working on upcoming episodes with some more of my frat brothers. Everybody has lives. Um, I personally just came off of a two-week Daniel fast, not saying that to boast or anything, but just to kind of let you know everybody have things going on. So we're trying to make moves. Always, always. Please go follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Medicine Ball LS3. And pause just for a second, please, please medicineballls3.com go check that out subscribe to my newsletter so you'll get the latest updates and news you'll also have a chance to email me directly and reach out to me if you just want to ask me a question outside of that you can also go to the wisdom app something like clubhouse but more professional more righteous from my point of view and from what i've seen and who i'm following on there go follow my man mamba on instagram and tiktok at that guy mamba uh merch please go out buy merch support me anything you guys do i need to hear more from you all as we continue pushing forward i have through research and being patient as a matter of fact because i feel like this video journey when it comes to this podcast and marketing and just overall even when it comes to production on my beats which i've gotten back into um i'm gonna put a bookmark on that though but 
as I grow with this video thing, it's my latest hur uh, hurdle, you know, when it comes to content. And I'm resolving to the fact that uh, my camera quality has a lot to do with why I'm having some frustrations getting, you know, the videos to look the way that I want them to look, so forth and so on. So with that being said, I'm probably going to have to go ahead and invest in the camera. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to make the YouTube content because it has to make sense putting that much time into it. But again, since I do make beats as well and travel and you guys like Mamba, that's something I'm going to go ahead and continue to push forward on. Go follow my YouTube. All the links should be here in this description. Like, subscribe, share all that good stuff. Let's get into it. Episode 512 or 512, The Space Between. So as I prepared for this episode, uh, two songs came to mind. And you guys can go look at the songs, you know what I mean? Uh, well, actually, i give you a couple of lyrics from them. The first one was In, the, in Due Time. And, you know, I guess it's my soul or whatnot, but there's always certain whether they be phrases, sayings, situations, or songs that are really prevalent. And as I'm mature going back and listening to them, I'm like, dag, that's deep. So In Due Time by Outkast featuring CeeLo. If you're atl and you know this song, but just even the chorus is, just keep your faith in me. Don't act impatiently. You'll get where you need to be in due time. You know the song. Anyway, it, it just talks about having faith in God as I went back and looked at it. You know, it even says struggling's a part of my day. Um, many obstacles have been placed in my way. The only way that I can even make it through is because I never stopped believing in you. Follow me. So the other song, and, and, and again, uh, this, this episode is about patience. And more importantly, waiting in your patience, right? But the other song was a uh, shout out to my man, Russell McLaughlin in high school. He was a white guy. We still, we were like best friends at the time and I'm still reach out to him here and there, but he put me onto the Dave Matthews band. And I remember a couple of songs, but one song that stood out uh, for me was the space between. And even when I go back and look at the lyrics, it's really bars because it talks about love and the things that we do when we're waiting and, and, and the pain that's involved in it. And, you know, if you've been following since the beginning and for new listeners, you can go back and listen. I talk about, you know, myself with just my development in music or even as I develop this podcast, which has turned into more of a podcast, more than a podcast. It's a brand and how I carry myself and the responsibilities involved to even me being laid off to no fault of my own, right? And I told you guys, you know, even what my employees said, and I gave y'all, you know, my side of the story. I know there's two sides, but bottom line on paper, it says lack of work. So that's no fault of my own. I uh, talk about my relationship with my father. And even when it comes to uh, my grandmother and grieving, man, I, I, I even now as I, I think, I still have situations where, Something happens that reminds me of her and I break down. And from a spiritual aspect, I just mentioned I fasted or I've been fasting. And, you know, even Jesus needed 40 days and 40 nights. That's a good amount of time. Right. And a lot of people, you know, I'm mature enough spiritually to understand that the fast, a lot of people focus. And, and this is how many distractions it is. It's really about being mentally lazy. But a lot of people focus on 
Like when they ask me, like, how are you are you eating this or da 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 da? And I used to be the same way. And I have to tell them, like, yo, don't get so caught up on that that you forget that the point is whatever you're giving up, you're supposed to be substituting that time trying to get closer to God and have a stronger relationship and really get closer to Jesus because he's the intercessor. But I'm gonna talk about that on wisdom, bookmark that. Um religion. I'm gonna start holding little conversations about that, but it's even bigger than that. And there could be a lot of pain involved in that. And to get now to the nitty gritty, what it really is oftentimes is our ego. And we can see this, especially if you're a believer. I think last time I talked about good and bad and started with Adam and Eve. Yo, we don't got to go too much further to see from a spiritual aspect what happens when we let our ego get in the way outside of God's plan when, when we're supposed to be waiting for him. And I'm going to get into that. So let's go to right, right after Adam and Eve. Let's go to Abram and Sarah. Right. And for those of you who don't follow the Bible, y'all have heard this story. Y'all have heard the name Abram at the very minimum. And what was going on in this situation is at this point, people were leaving to like 700 years old. And I know God eventually he saw he was like, bro, we can't have these folks around for 700 years. But anyway, they had gotten to a point where they were wanting a child who would eventually be Isaac. But there was another child. And God said that he would take care of it. And Sarah, you know, I'm not even going to, I was about to say something about women, but I ain't going to do it. But anyway, Sarah was just like, man, I'm much too old or it's taking too long. I'm running out of time. My womb is going to go barren. So what she do? She go apply pressure. This, this is crazy. But she go apply pressure to Abram and like, yo, check this out. You see our servant. The servant's name was Hagar. Yo, go over there, uh, go ahead and do what you do. Lay with, that's what they used to say in the Bible, lay with Hagar, right, and, and give me a child, which happened. Now, let's fast forward. That child ended up being a nation where a lot of the, you know, sinful nations came from, right? Because there's always this thing of kind of good and evil throughout the, from my perspective, throughout the Bible, like, you know, um... Adam and Eve in the tree, you know, uh, Cain and Abel and so forth and so on. But Isaac was the divine one that God made happen. So he didn't not bless the other child, but that was the child that ended up begotting all the nations. I'll get you all the way down the line to Jesus, long story short. But there was a penalty for that, right? And this is from the spiritual aspect, but we could just take it to the life aspect. When you were impatient, you can blow stuff. You could blow opportunities. Right. So the penalty was the son whose name was Ishmael ended up, it says, like raising a fist at everyone and being incontent. So it started a lot of wars down the line. And a lot of times, just as in these stories and pause, before I go into that, the first thing we should recognize for those of you trying to grow spiritually is God's character with humans. Right. Because we got to see outside of ourselves, his character with humans. We've just been doing what we want since day one. A lot of times when we're in situations where we're waiting and what I tell my people when it comes spiritually is, yo, God's time is different. Grab a Snickers and be like, yo, I prayed for something. Right. What are you doing in your waiting? Right. What are you doing when you're being patient? And what happens is our ego, because that's what it gets down to the nitty gritty. And I'm not a pastor. I'm just using logic. Like when we know we should be waiting or we're you know, having faith and living righteously and we trust in God's character and what scripture says, but we start doing little things on the side. Like say, for instance, you waiting on a job, but you decide to do something illicit to make money in between. 
there's consequences to that. And what you're really doing is being arrogant as we've been the whole length of the Bible plus on and thinking that you know better than God. So I just wanted to throw that out there and I've breaking, broken this show down into three segments, right? So let's get into the first segment. Let's understand patience. Now, patience is defined as the ability to wait calmly and without complaint or frustration. It's about having the ability to control our emotions, thoughts, and behaviors in the face of challenges or adversity. Right? Uh, now, I want to go back to this song in due time. There's a line where he says, uh, even though you pray every day, you still got to try. Can't wait for nobody to come out of the sky. And I think a lot of times when it comes to spiritually, like we think God is a genie and we just pray and then we don't move. So there's a difference between moving, uh, let's see, recklessly, right? But still making yourself available. So let's go back to the job thing. You're in between jobs. You don't do nothing illicit, but you're still out maybe doing charity events. You feel me? Or going to things that are positive. You may run into a connect because I, I saw somewhere where they said, if you're not able to find jobs reasonably quickly, what that means is it has nothing to do with your skill. It means your network is weak. So you still have to make yourself available. You still have to try. Now, from a spiritual aspect, and this isn't even a spiritual definition I just gave, but just like, look at that. It's the ability to wait calmly. Now, I'm real big on it because I do it too, but we also... I feel as a human, say things and know the definition of things and what things are and just be oblivious to it without complaint or frustration. It's about having the ability to control our emotions. Now, that in itself is a whole nother deep definition or characteristics, which is emotional intelligence and behaviors in the face of challenges or adversity. So it's not saying that patience is waiting while nothing's happening. It's saying you're going through a difficult time. So. With that being said, so segment one was just a little bit. You just touched on the understanding of patience, right? Uh, now, let's get into segment two, which is going to be benefits of patience. Now, with the definition we just heard, let me give you some examples of what happens if you're not patient in a difficult time. Let's use football. Linebacker. I played football. I used to use a lot of sports references. Let's get back to that. Linebacker. Let's look at linebackers. San Francisco 49ers, you know, they have one of the best linebacking cores. So for those of you who don't watch football but may know these names, I'm talking Ray Lewis, right? I'm talking Lawrence Taylor. These people play linebacker. They're on defense. Oftentimes they're in charge of call, calling the plays on defense, getting the defense in the proper alignment and reading the coverage. Now, I can't think of another time where you have to remain calm and patient and keep your emotions and thoughts under control in the face of challenges of adversities than that. Because what makes linebackers great? I'm going to give you all the key right now. I know it because I played football and I know it because I watched. The thing that makes a majority of linebackers great, and I'm talking Hall of Fame great, is their instinct. What they do as soon as the ball is snapped. If you're too patient, right? If you're, it's because so the linebacker normally is looking to see if it's a run first, right? Or I'm not going to say what they're doing first, but you got to do a lot quick. You got to determine whether it's a run or a pass. Let's start there. If you're two patients waiting to see what it is, they'll hand the ball off to the running back. And, you know, you in the NFL, them folks going to be around the corner before you get over there. If you run in too quick to go for the running back, you think he's going to get the ball and you're wrong. They're going to do what they call a play action. You're going to end up tackling some guy without the ball and the Part of the field you were supposed to be covering is going to be open and the ball is going to be gone, right? That's the perfect, that's a perfect 
example of like where you got to keep your emotions in check. I give y'all another one, another sports one, boxing. Very rarely do you see boxers, even Tank. I love Javante Tank Davis. People have heard of his name. He, they say he fights angry, but let me let y'all know something. He's not angry in there. Let's go to Mike Tyson. He fights angry. Let me let you know something. He's not angry in there. He still got to be skillful. He still got to know what to do. His line was, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the nose. Well, if you remain calm and you're patient and understanding patience, then when you get hit in the nose, if you got the right mindset and you understand patience, you'll realize, okay, so now this guy thinks that he can hit me in the nose. I can use that to my advantage. And the next time I do something to where my nose is open, I can already be throwing a counter. Those are situations where it's high risk, high reward. Oftentimes talking too much. These are things that can cause us to fumble opportunity, business opportunities, situations where we were just a minute too late. But we don't never stop to think about it. So let's get into the benefits of patience. Now, patient has many benefits that can help enhance our mental and emotional well-being, which is what we're about here on Medicine Ball. But one of the main ones is it can reduce stress and anxiety. I think a lot of times stress and anxiety, like I tell people, and even myself included, that's why I work so hard on not being a grumpy or grouchy person. Like that takes a lot of energy just to hold that. Right. So if you're patient and, and starts to get that benefit from it bars it takes time to get the benefit from patients it can reduce stress and anxiety not only that it can improve our relationships how maybe we'll be quicker to listen slower to speak like james 19 say right james 119 say right it can help us increase success in our profession or even personal endeavors if we're patient sometimes being too anxious and being too much of an opportunist can hurt you like, even when I used to do business with people, like, I didn't understand why you would rip somebody off for $50 when you could get $10 from them 100 times by doing business the right way. Right? So, when we are patient, we're more likely to approach challenges with a clearer and calmer mind because it reduces stress and anxiety, right? We're more strategic. Here's one for parents, because I'm not a parent, I, I, I do coach, but we can make better decisions when it comes to leading. We can make better decisions when it comes to decision making and problem solving, thinking about what our end game is, our end goal is. It allows us to better understand the perspectives of other people and to communicate more effectively. Right. So even with relationships, I'm going through it. I had someone I was talking with. I'm not going to bash the person, but it didn't work out. And it sucks because I really like the person. And because I do the mental exercise and exercise in my mind daily, I'm easier able to understand where my flaws are when I'm dealing with that person, but also some things that I'm just not going to tolerate that they may not be able to do. Like, I don't like to communicate angrily. And I think a lot of people may not understand when I say like, yo, I have no, you have a right to feel upset or this way about it. That's cool. But it's the way that you're communicating it without insults and things of that nature. And let's even look at the flip side of the dating and, you know, the singleness. We just saw what happened with Abram and, and Sarah. That caused a whole nation generate. You, you see what I'm saying? But sometimes that gives us opportunities. And this is one thing that I realize when it comes to relationships. A lot of people not okay with themselves. They can't be alone with themselves. And it sucks. But when I'm in between, I try to look at things from the positive and be like, okay, so how can I be better? 
Now, mind you, if you're going about this, if you're just tuning in and you're hearing this, and I'm like, yeah, man, it's the other person's fault. Nah, you got to build on the previous episodes of taking accountability, knowing where to draw the line. I think I'll talk about that on the next episode so that you're not selling yourself short, but you're still giving people a fair chance. All right? Because it could be anything. Even with the job thing, man, I, I had to tell myself after I did the episode, bro, you still bitter about this. Like, I'm going to keep it real with y'all, man. My boss was supposed to hit me back to get some equipment returned. Man, I held on to that equipment for as long as I can. And then I had to realize, like, bro, you can't truly let that go until you even do stop doing petty stuff like that. Right? So it allows you to be more strategic when you're patient. Whether that be listening or thinking or, you know, realizing Rome wasn't built in a day or that, hey, you're not Joe Rogan. You're not going to be able to buy all this stuff and get your podcast to YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It also allows you to learn if you take the right, like the scripture says, man, um, we thank God for our trials for they produce perseverance, man. I always tell people that I identify it in or people who ask me how I'm able to get things done. What is it in you? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just something I've cultivated to where I'm just not going to get beat and just go out giving up on nothing. No situation. Right. I'm going to understand it. So. Those are just a few benefits of patience, right? The space between, that's often what it is, is the space between one opportunity or the other. It's often the space between one relationship and another, if that's God's will, right? For some people, and it shouldn't be like this, one money situation to the other, there's always this space between. And it's very important that you embrace that, that we embrace that so we get the benefits out of it. If you're suffering or going through a tough time, I promise you within that stressing, there is a lesson and that's the blessing, bro. And if we're not embracing it a little bit, the patience and the relax and the chill, we're not going to, even with my thing, man, I've leveled up more with the podcasting, got back into music, got to put myself out there on Fiverr for some voiceovers and things of that nature. You got to get out the funk. Don't lick your wounds. Let's get into segment three, practice and patience. I'm going to let y'all get up out of here. So the good thing about it is y'all know how I get down. I'm all about, I don't know why I like that word so much. It just sounds strong and empowering, cultivating, right? Patience is something that can be cultivated and strengthened through practice. And I think, you know, I was just having a conversation with my mom about, you know, just being a little bit more tidy with her bills. She's a person, my dad's the same way. They old school where they like get their statements mailed to them every month in paper. And they got these folders with all this stuff on it. And I was just telling my mom, you know, I'm just trying to help her through it. Logically. I was like, I tell you what you've been saving this box of papers that's clouding up everything and bills. In the last two years, how many times have you gone in that joint? Zero, throw it away. And she was like, what? I said, that's what I do. She said, what you do when you get your statements? I said, I take them into my office and set them on my desk. If I go back in a week and they still in the same spot and I ain't touch them, decision is made I'm gonna throw them away right so that's just an example of like how because that's what I'm all about getting practice swings in you have to practice and it's an ego thing when you're not good at something we're too hard on ourselves because we expect it on the first try we're gonna get it and be good at it just goes back to the pancake flipping never flip the pancake touch the pan in your life well I'm about to go flip this pancake in the air like I see on tv and then it don't work out it's everybody else's fault no that's not realistic. So the first thing I want you to know before we get into these steps that you can take is, yo, it's got to take effort and it can't be half ass effort. 
Well, it can be, but like, what's your turnaround time? Are you trying to be more organized like this month? Or are you trying to take five or six years to do it? You trying to do it this month? You got to give 110% and practice and go into it realizing it's going to be some tough stuff. Now, in me, that's the Mamba mentality, which is constantly always seeking to be the great. And I'm going to do it, change a little bit. The most righteous version of yourself. All right. So here are a few things you can do. And I've talked about this before. Uh, I do have the audio for mindless meditation guides coming soon. So let's see something else I could do. But mindfulness, man, don't make it comp complicated. Mindfulness is the ability to observe something without reacting to it. I give y'all the caveman tactic to do it. If you're just sitting there and you don't know how to meditate, it's easy. Just imagine feeling the energy going from your feet all the way up through your body and your limbs. And the only reason you do that is because the average person can't stop their thoughts from racing. It's just a distraction. But anyway, I ain't going to get into that. And while you're doing this mindfulness and just feeling your body or just, you know, it's kind of like you're thinking about your skin and you're feeling your nervous system. I'm giving y'all a little bit of it now, right? And the easiest thing to do is when you feel an itch or that clothing is uncomfortable, or maybe your nose starts to tickle, right? Or you want to scratch your head, right? Observe it, and then don't do nothing. And I'm going to tell y'all, I know it sounds corny, but this is what that does. You start small, practicing, and what that allows you to do is eventually be in situations with humans where things are said on, I don't know, maybe Facebook or Instagram, and you're not going to be so reactionary, all right? So practice mindfulness. Um... The second thing, and I just said it, really, but manage your expectations. Be realistic about what you can achieve. You can't, right? If you want to clean up your room and you got this pile of clothes that took two weeks to build, like, and my mom was just talking about something similar. I'm just going to pick a day and do it. I'll be like, yo, that's not realistic. I'm sitting here with you right now as we're trying to clean and you got distracted by the Bluetooth thing not working and what's going So set realistic expectations because... Bonus point on that, chances are the average person is hard on themselves, and a lot of that could be avoided if you're realistic, all right? Uh, the third thing, and this is something that I'm still practicing daily, take a break, bro. Like, being taking a break or not doing anything physically is not laziness. Even if you're taking a break and being mindful or reflective or praying or paying attention to your breathing, right, which is going to be the next, but I'll get to that in a second, Breaks are important, man. And from a spiritual aspect, bro, God thought it was important enough to where Joy made it on the first uh, page. Like, God is beyond our thinking. He didn't take a break because some people be like, oh, see, he's not God. He had to take a break. He didn't do that because he needed a break. He did that, number one, to admire his work, and number two, to lead by example. If God needed to take a break, which he didn't, but it's written that way, what make you think we don't need no break? strategizing or just sometimes journaling. Like, I don't know how many people be like, yo, my mind, I'd be like, yo, just write that joint down. And I used to be anti-journal. That uh, focuses it. Take breaks, right? Second part, this is a physical activity. When stuff start getting crazy in your head, emotional, anxious, overwhelming, two things you need to do. Number one, think about the science. When that happens, man, scientific things start happening if you don't check it. You start breathing shallow, more shallow, we all know that your brain needs blood and oxygen to operate efficiently. So if you're breathing shallow, you're depriving your bloodstream of oxygen. Like these are scientific things. So now it makes your thoughts more sluggish. They're not effective. They're not based off of just logic, 
right? It allows you to start seeing red and not hearing the other side. And it just, it's just a slippery slope. Remember the science and then take deep breaths. Now, men, if you argue with your, I'm not going to say argue, you having a dispute or a conversation with your woman, man rule. Yeah, you got to be careful how you take the breaths, right? You can't just be like, oh, you know, I just... Let me tell you what that does. So it goes, think about the science, take a breath, think about the science. TTT. What it does when you take breaths is it increases the oxygen to your bloodstream. It uh, slows your heart rate. Your brain is getting more oxygen, more blood. You're allowed, allowed to make a more logical decisions. You could think about your end game. You could be the linebacker who's not going to end up falling for a play action pass, right? You could be the boxer. There's so many things you can do. All right. Um, another one. Where am I at? I think I don't. I don't know. Five. Empathy, man. Now, and I talked about this early on in you know the podcast, whatever earlier seasons. But like, I'm not. The, I have a lot of work to do as an empathetic person. But a lot of people often humbly tell me that I come off empathetic, and I had to cultivate that. When I started my religious journey and like having the fire to just seek God and understand love and all that, I had to pray, yo, make my heart soft. Please help me to be more empathetic. I had to go online and look up some definitions and stuff. Even when you being patient, right? You being patient with somebody, a, a, a spouse, you just had an argument. Practice being empathetic. Like me, I know it sounds nerdy, but I go look up things. And watch videos all the time like what is a trauma what is trauma how do people you know express trauma how can you be understanding and i know people who i dealt with may not think that but i'm that nerdy right because that's the best way you care you invest time into things that you care about and we don't get more into that on the religion aspect but a lot of us don't understand what's going on with the bible because we just looked at it didn't understand nothing and just didn't care now imagine if Whatever you're doing to get money or whatever you're doing for your relationship, think about how much time you spend on that. And think about your understanding of it. As a music producer, I have a deep understanding of music, sound, et cetera, et cetera, because I spend so much time on it. Caveman tactics. I just pl apply logic. Hell, spend at least equally that much time within the Bible, even if you don't. And at first I wasn't interested as it, but it just built a fire. It, it, so, you know, empathy. Exercise empathy. Try to understand the perspective of others and put yourselves in their shoes. And that'd be the hardest thing, I think, for us as humans to do. And the last one, I think I'm at six. And because I already mentioned this, but, yo, you got to be kind to yourself. Right. And from a spiritual aspect, it's almost like a God complex of arrogance when you try to practice perfection. I used to be like, yo, practice makes perfect. And I stopped saying that. Nah, let's practice to be diligent. Right. Let's play to be righteous, right? We need God. Let's think about it logically. If we were perfect or able to pull off perfection, why would we, quote unquote, need a God or a higher being? That don't even make sense in itself. But remember what I said about Metallica, right? My man of Megadeth. You have to be kind to yourself. And I'm talking to myself right now as I wrap this up. Give yourself time, man. You make mistakes. Set realistic expectations, 
bruh, you may not be able to just jump up and throw a video podcast out, but I'll tell you what I do know. I know what the video editing software is. I know what the megapixels are. Even in the frustration of me not being able to launch that, I understand more about AdSense, the algorithm, where the money can really come in, watch hours, how to monetize it. But you have to be going about it the right way and being kind to yourself. That doesn't mean be like, oh, I can just do whatever. Nah, you got to, and this goes back to earlier episodes, you got to build yourself righteously so that you don't confuse being kind with slacking, right? Oh, I had a long week. I can just go get drunk. No, I'm not saying that. But yo, give yourself, if you're trying to learn budgeting and you ain't never budgeted in your life in the first month, you fall short. It happens, bro. If you could do it like that, then you might be in the wrong um, genre or field, all right? Yo, that's all for this episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast, episode 512, The Space Between. I hope you learned something new about the importance of patience and how it can enhance your mental and emotional well-being. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me, medicineballls3. That's also at gmail.com if you want to email me. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, remember, remember every day two things. Learn something, lessen the suffering of someone else. Y'all stay up, like, subscribe, share, holla at me until next week. I love y'all. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.